Goju Nation, welcome, Ministry Rule number 4080, and I'm here to provide you information that is qualified, verified, certified for you to enjoy, embrace, and share with those who know, hashtag those who know who know. I'm going to jump right into this today because I don't want to get too caught up in trying to make it seem as if I'm trying to put this together in a way that you can embrace it. I just know that the way that I go about things, the way that things need to be going about, if that makes any sense. So I'm going to start right here and we'll do this each time. Each time I'm doing this and you just get me, you're going to get something that is qualified, something that is verified, and something that is certified. So we'll start with qualified. And I took my time doing this before I put this out there. I sat back and I listened to three albums that just came out by artists who are currently doing what they're doing. And I want you to kind of hear what I bring to the table in reference to how I review, see, and look at projects. So we're going to start with Tory Lanez. Now, Tory Lanez's new album is called Sorry For What. The title alone speaks to him still being in that space of not maybe coming to terms with the situation he's in in reference to what's happening to Megan The Stallion and that perceived shooting that happened that has them both in litigation places and potentially in legal places. Now, I have no information. I have no details. I know neither one of them personally. I'm just speaking directly to what this album title represents. First issue with the album, and I'm not saying it's an issue, but for me, it comes across that way. Album is too long. You got too many songs on these albums when you're really trying to just get across your message the right way. And he could have done that by taking six songs off and the message still would have been brought across. So that's that's the first thing that speaks to me. The next thing is is that he um is competing with Chris Brown right now. Okay, because Breezy's album does the same thing, where it's basically how many songs can we talk about? Where we're going to speak to how much sex we're going to have and how much misogyny we're going to put out into the world as far as what we can and can't do, I'm going to do to you and what can be done to you. Um, to a point, it becomes redundant, it becomes numbing. I'm not sure if it's necessary because there's enough of that out there, but that's a personal personal opinion, not necessarily a musical opinion. And the problem is, or the situation is that he's too talented. He can sing as well as he can rap. Okay, he's very he's very good in both areas. And if he took the time just to put the time to put in the concept and to put in more messages, he'd probably be received and perceived much stronger in his walk and in his talk. That's not a problem. It's just what the album pertains and it could be different. Okay. A lot of traveling, spending, brand recognition. I'm not sure why that's necessary as well, too, unless he's getting some piece of of marketing or getting some checks out of this. Okay. Um, a lot of his, his lifestyle is very carefree. You know, I do what I do. I am who I am, either be a part of it or not. Um, he definitely speaks to the fact that if you're going to be in his life as a female, you must be ready to, to, be, to, do, to do the get now. You must be ready to do whatever needs to be done sexually, whether it's threesomes. A lot of that, I'm not sure if that's necessary, but that's what he does. Okay, so either be nasty or be gone. <laughs> okay. Um... And the bright spot of the album, if I want to go there, because there is talent there and there is song structure there. And there are uh, changes that transition through the album that do speak to this creativity there. So Sex Songs, although I spoke about how much massage on the album, is probably the best song on the album. And with so many songs on the album, I'm not sure if that's a good thing or a bad thing. 
But if you are a Tory Lanez fan, you will not be disappointed. Sorry for what Tory Lanez. That's album number one. Second album is Miss Hours and Hours Herself, Muni Long. There's finally a full-length album of the Public Displays of Affection Project. Uh, another album, just being honest, way too many songs. But this girl, there's some good writing on this album. Good writing on this album. They've done some good conceptual songs on this album. Plot twist, good conceptual song. Uh, Time Machine, which is a song I very, very much like. Very well put together from an aspect of concept, from a standpoint of vocal arrangement, from a standpoint of message. Well done. And it speaks to love in a way or relationships in a way that can be related to by anyone who listens to this song, no matter what uh, age bracket you fall into. She has done a very good job here. Um, one of the misnomers in R&B, of which I actually was a proponent of, Basically, say maybe a couple years ago was that R&B is in a bad place and R&B needs some more heroes. And I know we don't have any, for lack of a better phrase, uh, artists championing the cause. You know, there was a time where you could bank on uh, a Mariah Carey or a Mary J. Blige or a Whitney Houston or a Usher or, God forbid, an R. Kelly coming out with a project, and then R&B would be in a magnificent place in space because of those projects. We now have artists that have songs that are kind of all in the same ballpark, and you kind of have to go through the weeds a little bit to find the gems um, and put in the time, but they are out there. And Muni Long is one of those artists. Um, she is uh, finding her space and landing very comfortably um, in her lane of what she represents to R&B. It's almost like we have a whole lot of, and I'm saying this with respect, I'm going to repeat, I'm saying this with respect. It's almost like in the age of Whitney Houston, we have a lot of Monicas and Brandies, and they fall in this category. All good, they're just not, uh, I don't want to say not superstar status, but they're not in that icon status. We need somebody to emerge for this generation into an icon status. But again, do not discount the Muni Long album. It's worth the purchase. It's worth the listen. If you're going out with your friends or if you're taking a trip or if you just want to enjoy an album with good friends or with people in your life that you're hanging out with, this album falls in that category. Um, she has a song called The Words as well, which is reminiscent of a uh, classic I'll Be Sure song called Ooh, This Love Is So. Uh, very well creatively done because that song, key-wise, and, uh, and the way it's put together is creative within itself. So to, to borrow from that and to put one into her own vein is well done. So Time Machine's a good song. The Words is a good song. Okay. Uh, no R&B, which is a very good conceptual song. It's also a duet. Forgot the artist's name, but it's a good duet. Is not what you think it is, but it's also a very good song. So normally for me, if we can get past three songs that we like, the project is worth listening to. Um, we get the four songs, it's worth purchasing. We get the five songs and maybe classic, depending on how many songs is on the album. So this is a very good album, okay? Uh, R&B for females is in a good place with the other artists that I may have mentioned on other podcasts, uh, but Muni Long falls in that category. So good job there. Uh, public displays, excuse me, public displays of affection, the album 
by Muni Long. That's the song that has hours and hours on it. If you know that song, then you know the artist. Transitioning to hip hop. Uh, forgot the name of the last album. Uh, I think it's called Fettuccine. Uh, somebody will correct me on this one. But Freddie Gibbs. Freddie Gibbs from uh, Indiana. Okay, He is from the same town as the Jacksons. That's just a small little sidebar. His new album is called Soul. Sold separately. Okay. And he is apt. I really enjoy and embrace when artists are comfortable in their skin. You can tell when they're comfortable in their skin. It almost feels like they're dribbling the basketball, knowing nobody's going to steal it from them. Freddie Gibbs is in that place and space. Okay. The confidence in his flow accentuates his lyrical prowess. He's actually a rapper. He's not a mumbler. He is rapping. Okay. He speaks his truth, which I truly appreciate. He's not dancing around a world of which he does and does not exist. He's speaking his truth. Okay. He puts culture in his lyrical uh, breakdowns. He speaks about history, what's happening now, what's happening historically. Uh, he parallels uh, historical situations into his own current situations to give you context of how he's saying things. But you got to pay attention because he, he drops them in a very free-flowing way. Like if you're not paying attention, you're going to miss it, which also speaks to his confidence. Uh, Anderson Pack, Raekwon, Moneybag Yo, Offset, Scarface, they're all on this project and they're all sitting there comfortable just enjoying the fact that it's good artists working with good artists. Um, I like how the album is arranged. It's not an iTunes project. It's an album. The way it starts, the way it transitions, uh, the way that the loops are utilized um, on the songs is very much well created. He's got some phone interludes on there that speak to him as well, too. This was well done. Freddie Gibbs did a good job of this project. He really did. He really, really did. Okay, uh, couldn't be done, and the blackest in the room are great intros to the album. The first two songs walk you into saying, I'm about to enjoy this project. I am really about to enjoy this project. So that's good as well, too. And the best songs uh, for me are Too Much, Space Rabbit, and Rabbit Vision. Rabbit Vision is produced by Justice League. Justice League is one of my favorite producing production teams in the game right now because sonically creatively and musically is clean it's creative it's musical um there's bass there's bottom it's well done it's, it's just well done so i recommend of the three albums if you're a hip-hop r&b fan i would listen to freddie gibbs soul sold separately then go muni long public displays of affection and then go tory lane sorry for what and that's only especially if you're a Tory Lanez fan. And that's the qualified version of this podcast. We're now going to segue and make a straight left turn into the verified part of this podcast. And this is absolutely verified. This has been a tough couple of years for us as a society, individually as a culture. I know a couple things that, that, that COVID has presented that if you haven't said it out loud, you'll kind of think about it. Um, one thing that's a good thing about COVID that's come out of COVID is that this generation will absolutely be a cleaner generation. 
because they're learning more about germs and, and, and pathogens and things of that nature. So this is that that will speak to them being a cleaner generation, which is a good thing in a sense overall. But some things have become very evident. And this is the verified part. And this is something I speak to from an experience standpoint, uh, because, you know, when times get tough or when things get difficult, you know where people stand and you know how people will deal with transition. So I've learned and I've verified that to love someone or to love something or to love a situation or a person that requires a extensive high level of feeling to engage and you have to want desire uh, embrace and push yourself to a place to where love is to continue to work on what love is and love is a magnificent thing it has a power that is unseen unheard but immensely felt from a standpoint of how you can care about a person. I, I have I have, a, I have a, a crew of people who I'm very close to. I actually call them the Wu-Tang Clan, literally because it's nine of them, maybe even 10. And they each individually pour into me in a way that feeds me and it shows their level of love. And each one of them are individual within that role. And I embrace that because it's something that if I didn't have it, I don't know if I'd be okay. But it takes... Feelings to love. So the statement becomes, what's the opposite of love? And people say the words hate. Yeah. Uh, because it also requires an intense amount of feeling. It's the opposite of love. Love is a caring feeling. Hate is a feeling of disdain on the opposite realm. Of course, you all know this. I'm just giving some context to my point. Which is that, and this is verified. Okay? The opposite of love is not hate. Because to love, you have to care. The opposite of love is indifference. Because indifference requires no feelings because you do not care. So moving forward to move past situations, to be in a position to be a better version of yourself, not to say this is good or to be bad, but just to have an understanding of what you are dealing with. Recall this statement. The opposite of love is not hate. The opposite of love is indifference. Just want to be clear about that. Okay? Take your time, respond, comment, whatever you want to do with that one, but take a minute to breathe on that for a minute before you kind of say anything. The opposite of love is indifference because to love is to care. To have indifference is to not care. Speaks to one of the, uh, 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 I almost said paradigm, stereotype that I was told by one of my members of Wu-Tang Clan, or part of maybe half of the Wu-Tang Clan, or my Wu-Tang Clan, that this is why Latino women like to argue. Because subconsciously, to argue with you, they want to know if you care. So if you care to fight and go back and forth with them, it lets them know that you care. And that is subconsciously, damn near manipulative, a version of love. Second thing that's verified. I had a conversation with a, a friend of mine or a burgeoning friend of mine who's having a problem with one of her long-term friends that she's worked with and known for years because what happens is they no longer work together and it looks like their, their, their work relationship 
has changed. Whereas they used to be friends on 10, but now as much as she's still putting in a 10 effort, um, he is putting in a four effort or a five effort. And she's very much torn by that because she really wants to maintain her friendship with her friend, but he's not pouring into the scenario like she is. So she, uh, we had a good conversation about it. And I said, let me say you something. And this is verified. And take your time and think about this because it turns into a lot of hard conversations about the people in your world. Hard conversations. I repeat, Goju Nation, that come into your world that you have to evaluate. And listen to me carefully. Okay? To the people that you would like to have in your life. Or who want to be in your life. Listen carefully. If you're not getting reciprocal energy. Or reciprocal types of involvement. And you're not getting resourceful energy. Or resourceful type of involvement in your life. You are not in a relationship. A relationship ultimately, and because it takes time to get there, but it ultimately has to be reciprocal and resourceful. I'll take my time and walk through this one and give you small examples of each one. If you're always picking the person up and they're never putting gas in your car and you're always taking them out and you're always paying. And they're not contributing to any of it besides just enjoying your energy. They're not being reciprocal. They're just draining your energy. You want people in your life that when you pick them up, they say, I'll pay the toll. When you pick them up, they'll say, I'll tip or I'll pay for the meal that we're about to enjoy. Or even if they don't do any of that then. At that moment in time, at that specific point in your involvement, then they'll come back next week and come by because you said that you're going to uh, you're going to have company over. And I says, well, I'll help you set up and I'll help you clean up when everything is done. They get involved to help you with your situation as you're helping with them. It has to be reciprocal. Otherwise, it becomes one sided. And that's not beneficial to either one of your parties. At one point, somebody's giving and somebody's taking. When you speak to resources, if you are not, if you're looking for a job, that person can give you a reference number to a headhunter. If you are uh, leaving your boyfriend, a girlfriend, or a spouse, they say, "I'll come help you pack," or "I'll give you a number to a." Uh, to a uh, to a moving company. I remember when I moved into one of my to, to my to my new place. Uh, a friend of mine was resourceful and said, "I have a friend that will help you clean up the apartment. Give them a call; they'll give you a discount, and I'm going to send you a vacuum cleaner." See, that's a re- that's a relationship. Resourceful, reciprocal. I challenge you, Goju Nation, to look at the people that are currently in your life. This includes family. And if his family is worth having a conversation to see that your dynamic in dealing with someone is reciprocal and it's resourceful. Final story I want to share that I move on to being uh, what did we do? We did 
certified, we did verified. Now we're going to do qualified. No, no, we did qualified and we did verified. Then we're going to do certified. Okay. Friend of mine, former friend of mine, had a very uh, tough year. It's probably during COVID. A lot of different circumstances uh, personally involving this person. And um, they were going through it. They were going through a lot. And what happened is they reached out to me um, maybe at the end of that year or maybe after a year of this process and basically sent me a communication that basically stated they were disappointed in me because they were going through a lot and they had not heard from me in reference to being there as a friend to support them and be there for them within their time of transition and, and, uh, and, and turmoil, et cetera, et cetera. That person was a thousand percent correct, Goju Nation. They were a thousand percent correct because I was not being reciprocal with my friendship energy towards this person. But here's why I mean the person no longer friends. The communication started with them directly going in on me on what I did to them. It did not engage or start with, pay attention, is everything okay with you? Are you going through something? Because ironically, I absolutely was going through a lot of a transition myself at that point in time. And I could have used some energy that was reciprocal. But the individual was so intent on explaining what they were going through, they did not take the time to see if I was okay or what I was going through. So initially I said, Maybe this person's not okay. Maybe I should give them some time. But reluctantly, I said, it's not feeling reciprocal to me. So we no longer engaging. And I wish them the best in their current, future, and situations with them and their family. But uh, just a little bit of expression. Because I didn't feel reciprocated. And that person was looking for reciprocation. You never know what the future may hold, Goju Nation. You may end up being the best of friends. You may see us on the Instagram post saying we're back together again like some old Roberta Flack and Donnie Hathaway song. But up to right now, that's what it is. All right. Now, this one's going to be shorter as I certify something that we need to be aware of. If you want to know about yourself, now, let me do it this way. Let me do it this way. Had a conversation with my mom. Uh, those that are uh, in my world know that me and my mom are very close, which, fought, which mothers and sons it should be. She told me a fantastic story about my grandfather and how he is. And it's a story I never heard before. Never heard the story before. Okay, But when she told it to me, it absolutely opened my eyes and opened my uh, feelings on context of how my family is. And even how I am. And uh, I still, you can, I think you could hear me smiling through the story because that's how much it, it, it touched me. Um, but it speaks to exactly this, which is what's certified. If you want to know more about yourself individually, outside of your life experiences, take the time to learn about your family and the dynamics and individuality, if that's even a word, of what each 
family member is and what they represent. So know how your uncles and aunts and grandparents, especially the older ones, are. Like what they did, how they did it, how they got there. Like I learned why my grandmother became a nurse. I learned why my grandfather is the way that he is. And I, and I learned the circumstances, literal family home circumstances that put that into perspective. And it gave me a brevity of understanding of, oh, that speaks to why I do things a certain way. Because it was handed down to a certain aspect of it. Um, I can cook. And I know why now. Not, not that I knew then, but I have a clear understanding of why I embrace cooking when I do, rather than saying, you know, I can cook. I've learned that. This is the first one. I got it in. I did not think I'd be able to go this long. I did not think that it would be this, I don't know, relevant. I hope it was for you, Goju Nation. I hope it speaks to uh, something in your soul and in your spirit. I hope it's something that you will want to engage in. Because we're going to do a few more of these and we'll see where it stands. Where can you find this? Industry rule number 4080. You already know what that is. That's on the YouTube channel right now. All things at Gotham Jungle. We're going to expand our platforms. This is why you're hearing me at this point. Because we're expanding the content. We're expanding the platforms. As we have gone through a, we're into a new season of what we're going to be doing here. Um, at Industry Rule number 4080. So you have the video podcast. You'll have the audio breakdowns we're doing right now. And this will be QVC, where it's qualified, verified, certified. I'm Tally. Goju Nation at Gotham Jungle, at Gotham Jungle, at Gotham Jungle. Anything that you could think of, I guess, right? If it's a Facebook, is it IG, is it Twitter, is it YouTube, at Gotham Jungle. Exactly how it sounds. Enjoy you. Respect you. Appreciate you. And to be on this platform, you absolutely must be qualified, verified, and certified. We'll talk to you soon.